Okay, here we go. So Gvurz Hashem per Gimel Keneged Hashemi Shehu Mitzad Yisrael. In 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 correlation to that one, Amar O Hinasei Elokim Lavo Vulekachas Lo Goy Mikerev Goy. Has Hashem done such a thing to come and to take for Himself a nation from amidst another nation? Because of lecha loshan mikerev, so obviously Chazal coming being the dag the loshan goy mikerev goy. She said betoch or mitoch goy from from the middle, right? From from amongst. What's what's this loshan of mikerev? Shehu loshan kerev u chreayim and innards from the kishkes. Kloimar, Shehayu Yisroel, Bimitzrayim, Kemoshen Nivla Ha'uber, Bebetan Imo. That's what it means to say that we were in Egypt like a fetus in his mother's womb, which is what? So we spoke out the analogy last time, right? That if you, if you wouldn't know it, right? If you take a look at it, it looks like one organism. Shared blood flow, shared uh, oxygenation, shared uh, digestion, everything. So, seemingly, how can this being, you know, uh, can I liberate, you know, um, Noah's, Hashem, whatever, I don't know, a kidney from him? Like, yeah, that's not called a liberation. That's a, it's a part of uh, of the person. Yeah, we will, we will keep it, right? Uh, yeah. It's a part of the person. You can't take it out. It's not going to live by itself. It has no ability to live by itself. Yeah? But once, what happens is the Uber initially is completely impossible for it to live outside. Once it gets to a certain developmental stage, then it's ready and it's completely doesn't need. To, it's ready to leave. Just you know, get me out of here and I'll and I'll, and I'll be fine by myself. The kach bnei Yisrael hayu misgadlim u'mishavin b'toch mitzrayim. So too we were growing and coming about in the midst of Egypt. Ad shenasu shleimim. Until we became a full nation, Sheish Meos Elf, 600,000, which the Bible will discuss to, uh, describe to us why that is a number of completion for a nation. Vezehu Shleimus Yisrael Yios, Sheish Meos Elf, Vaz Yotsu. And then we, then we left. So, according to Maharal, the only Shleimus that Nisrael achieved in Mitzrayim was, the, was a quantity? Nope. No. Good, great question. We kind of very quickly were medaikit earlier in the Maral and then said, let's put it to the side. Let's go back when he was describing the the Urbarzo, the the Kurbarzo, the crucible. Right. Let's come back back up about kind of ten lines or so before where we started. Um, when he's describing the goldsmith, right? V uh Virotsobze, Kihazahavshu Hubitoch 
הכור כאשר ההוצאה מתוך הכור. ומפני שהאש שבתוך הכור מצרף ומזכך הזהב, the fire that is inside, it purifies and refines the gold. Right? Now, it also prevents the Zahavi from going in there, but those words that he, that he put in there, right, we pointed out, seemingly that's not one of the obstacles of, uh, to, to taking it out, but rather that's actually a benefit as to being in there. Right? So there's two processes. There's a process of growth, and there's a process of refinement. And that's, by the way, the, the gone the Gon, I believe it's the Gon Mishle, says a beautiful mushroom. He says, water is compared, Torah is compared to water. So what happens when you have a garden and you have some nice plants in there and you start watering the whole thing? So they grow, which is very good. But what also grows? Everything else. Weeds. So what do you have to, and, and even the plants that are growing themselves, where, which, which direction are they growing? They're growing everywhere. They're not growing up only, they're growing up to the sides with random branches going out this way and that way. It's a jungle. Right? You've been watering it for three months straight. You say, what is this thing? It, is, it looks like a jungle, right? So what do you have to do also? You have to always be pruning it. Right? That's the musr. So that's the, that's the refining, the purifying. Water is great to help grow, but then afterwards you have to make sure to cut away. Same thing with a person. You're learning Torah, it's going to help you grow. You're going to become wiser. You're going to become more intellectually powerful. But now you have to... So the, so the refinement in Mitzrayim, there, there was a certain... It wasn't just that we were being prevented from having liberty or having having the ability to serve much broadly. It's that the, the slavery itself was refining us. And it, it, it had to be a slavery. I mean, it was sort yeah. of good in terms of the the koshi of the shibud, the difficulty of the shibud, was itself a process of 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 refinement. We'll have to in, insofar as that it's making us into a, a, a nation that knows what it means to be subjugated, and therefore we can now put that koach into being subjugated by a kosh baruch. You could say that. Uh, you could say other things, the morale in in Nesiv HaYisurim, Nesiv HaSolem. He, he has an entire, entire Nesiv um, on suffering. And uh, there he talks about how suffering actually purifies a person. Literally, it's compared to purification. You, you expose the element to tremendous heat, tremendous pressure, pain, and it, and it removes the connection to physicality, meaning the morale uh, is just saying very simple uh, over there without having to come out the way you said, that people usually, they think that physicality, this is, you know, naturally speaking, because we're physical, so I eat, I, I, I do things, and I feel that that is my world, this is my world, not... I understand intellectually, I have to also be a tzaddik, etc. But the moment that the body, let's say, a person gets sick, 
and the body is not doing what the mind wants it to do. So then all of a sudden you see the tension, you see the you see the fact that I am not my body, right? When the body is doesn't want to you know do doesn't the body is causing me trouble so to speak. Then there's the me and the body, two separate things. To a certain extent, that's why you know, people, like people wonder like we have it so easy nowadays, and therefore why is it that we're not serving Hashem more? Seemingly, let's say back in Europe, uh, they had much more difficult time, etc. And yet the, because when your olam hazeh is a lot less appealing, to a certain extent, it's a lot easier to understand this now what it's about, right? Like, what, 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 what do they have already, right? Whereas with us, to a certain extent, the olam hazeh can parade as olam haba, right? The Musul Sharm starts off. Who can think that olam hazeh is really is really olam haba, right? That this is what it's all about. It's got to be an olam haba because. What? <laughs> there's no key room in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> a person thinks that this is it. This is this is this is great, right? The moment when Klausner was mitzrayim, right? No one was thinking that life could possibly be about, you know, olam hazeh. There's got to be something more. There's got to be something more. That's the, what Yisurim refine in us. Yeah. Okay. okay. So the, anyway, so those are, those are the two, the the giddle, right, and the and the uh, and the refinement. And since we mentioned on it, right, like obviously we see that everywhere. I hope, right, Alex, in in the Avos Hakadoshim, where do we see these two stages that we just spoke about? The growth and the um, purification. The, or the, with the plants, right? The watering and the pruning. So you got Avram Avinu is Gdula, Gadol, right? Really? What is that Yaakov? What? Because he created the. Yeah, Avram Avinu is Adam HaGadol Bain HaAnokim, the giant amongst giants. He's described by the Apostle, right? The meat of Gdula. Chesed is always the meat of Gdula. Right, Gadol, we say about Hashem. We just discussed it recently, right? Gadol, Gibor, Venora. Gadol, it's connected Chesed. Right? Look at how big Hashem is, right? Look at look at everything He does. Avramidu was Makarov. Tens of thousands of people to serving one God. Right? There was no boundaries to Him. Chesed is always going beyond the boundary. Any boundary, I'm going to go beyond that. Right? I'm going to do Kiruv. I'm going to reach out. Someone is far away. I'm going to go over there. I'm going to expand the Torah even to over there. Right? So he's got tens of thousands of people in his camp. Right? The Rambam writes that it was literally it was like a mobile city. Avraham Adidu's tents. Yeah? Out of them, once Avraham Adidu passed away, how many of them continued in this path? Not so many, right? Yitzhak Avinu represents the meat of Gvura, right? That he's gonna stand his ground and he's gonna work on himself and he's gonna break every rot and he's gonna sacrifice himself 
And through that, there's a continuation to what Avram Avinu started, right? So it's very good Avram Avinu got the big vision, but unless you've got, you can refine it and focus it and be disciplined with yourself, it's not going to go anywhere. Right? So it's just like an uber. It's growing, but then it also needs refining. Growing, refining. That's like the process of development. And the mushal that the Gra gave with watering a garden, garden, the water being Torah, we're saying that is that the simple hashba of Torah is not necessarily going to produce perfection unless you, you, you incorporate with Moser. Right. It's just uh-huh. going to produce growth. She's going to produce growth. Okay. Yeah. Here we go, Viter. Oh, one second here. I have it. I have it. The 600? Um, yeah, Mishli. Yeah, I, I wrote it down over here. The, the grow is on Mishli. Perkhov Dalad. Posaklamad Aleph. Sorry, what? Um, the six hundred thousand was our actual was our actual number in Mitzrayim, or that was our actual number that left Mitzrayim. So it's like we Great Kasha, Great Kasha, the morals and that's the Kasha. Good. Um, the answer is that if I if I told you that an Uber has to have um, Two hundred forty-eight avorim and three hundred sixty-five gidim in order to be ready to survive and to live, right? And then you go in there into you analyze the mother, everything that is not the mother inside there, right? You say to him, I was like, I don't get it. I see a lot more than that. I see there's the placenta. I see the amniotic sac. I see the I see the umbilical cord. I see all this fluid. There's like probably 30%, right, or in volume, maybe even more, right, that is not the mother in here, seemingly the baby, that's not going to be the future child. And so you're right, it's not going to be. It's, it's going to fall to the wayside. Which means Hashem, obviously, in his infinite wisdom, understood that not everyone from those Yidin are going to leave Mitzrayim. So that's going to be the part of the fetus that just kind of, you know, is left in the delivery room, right? But what comes out actually, what's going to be the thing that's going to be the finished product, has to have six hundred thousand to it. We are so blessed that Hashem provided us with mashalom and. Uh, Perfect analogies and, and, and everything, huh? It's, uh, yeah. That's the analogy that he brings. The Marvel brings. No, or, but he says the answer without the analogy. No. Okay. The Raya Luzeh, Shishleimus Yisrael Zeha Mispar. So I'll prove to you that six hundred thousand is a number of. Um, completion. Shaharei, kishiyotsu mi Mitzrayim, hayu sheish meos elf. Because behold, when we left Egypt, we were six hundred thousand. 
then when a bunch of Yidin died, what was our number? We were still 600,000. And then, later on, Parshish B'midbar, we're again 600,000. Parshish Pinchus, Hayu Gamkein, Sheshmi Yosef. Yeah? So, all the Mephoshim are trying to figure out, like, mathematically, how's it working? Because the answer is that there there is people that are coming of age, and then there's people that are dying, and it's always balancing it out. Fine, but the moral saying, however you're going to work it out, but that's the reality, that that's what it is. What? It's always 600,000. It's always 600,000. Why? Answer? In your body, um, how many cells died over the course of the last few weeks? Trillions. Yeah, okay. We don't know the exact number, but some very oh, large number, billion. right? Now, and yet, look at you. You still look about the same as uh, you did back then, right? So what happens? There's a replenishing, right? I mean, the tzura of the person stays. Right? So he's saying the tzura of Klaus is 600,000. So then it's just uh, some some are passing and some are coming, but the the what cholesterol is is comprised of six hundred thousand. That's the six hundred thousand root souls, right? Six hundred thousand souls that comprise the spiritual entity of cholesterol. I believe the Marl is going to discuss what's going to, what happens when there's you know twelve million uh, Jews in the world like now. You know? well, what's special about this? He'll tell us. But uh, so so, how do you get from those six hundred thousand souls? How do you get more than that? Yeah. Okay. So let's see. Shemizenira, kitsuras Yisrael, v'shleimusam, the tsura means the form, but the form also is always. On a, with physical items, and that's why it's being used as such, because it's an analogy for us to understand, the form of something always speaks to its function, right? Like if you take a look at a chair, the form of a chair, even if you never saw anyone sit down in a chair, right? But if you analyze the chair carefully, you would understand that it's designed for someone to sit on it. That's its function, right? Because it has this flat base, it's got the four legs to give it stability, right? It's got a back. That's that's uh, right. If you look at the form of a uh, of a cup or a mug, right? So you've got a handle. It's got it's clearly has a clear keyboard. There's something you go into it. It's water. It's sealed from water. So it's obviously liquid, etc., etc. Right? So so that's the tsura is always the form. And it's always and it's also the function, because obviously when especially you're talking about um, more spiritual, more abstract things, they don't necessarily have a, a form per se. Right? But the abstraction of form is function. Okay. Shemizen Yiraki, Tzuras Yisrael, 
Nitosfu Acha Kane. I. What about the fact that later on there were more people added to Klausro, right? like we said nowadays, right? We have more than six hundred thousand males above the age of, you know, between twenty and sixty. Not, not Shomer Mitzvahs, but there are, right? That's just because we got a bracha. But the completion of Yisrael, the number that is appropriate for us, who sheish yourself? that's 600,000. Analogy, again, right, let's continue continue the analogy of the of the of the newborn child right so a newborn child has 600,000 um, I don't know parts to him yeah now but you're way bigger than you say you're huge by comparison to when you were a newborn so how can that be it's obviously a lot more got added on the answer is no but everything just kind of grew and got bigger right Everything is, has now more cells to it. It's, it's all much bigger, but there's no new limbs, right? No third ear growing at the top of his head, nothing. It's, no new limbs have been added to anyone since the day he was born. It's the same thing with We were born 600,000. That can expand, right? You can have a bracha to it, can get bigger, but not going to change. Does it have to be in multiples of 600,000? No. Okay. So we'll just can get fractionally bigger. Different parts can get fractionally bigger. Makes sense. What? It makes sense. It just it seems like... Alright. Okay. Okay. So now we're going to go into Alex's question. Why do we have... What is this number? This magic number 600,000? Vatam hu yudua. Six is a number of completion. Now, don't jump on me, everybody, at once. Not, not everyone at once. Seven. One second, just, seven. just, seven. just oh. And eight. Yeah. And ten. Uh, seven. Okay. <laughs> Three. Good. Three. Good. So, 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 so now, this is a basic skill that those that did not merit to learn either in Machon Shlomo, Machon Yaakov, or under someone who actually, unfortunately, there are plenty of rabbis that go around, right, making a chant out of these things, right? So what's the difference? So everything is going to be a matter of completion in what? Completion in what aspect? So 10 is completion, you're right. But 10 means, let's just do it the other way around. 7 is a completion, 7 days of creation, right? That's, but that is with the Shabbos. The physical building, just the physical building blocks of the world were 6 days. Right? We get 6 days, the world has been built. 7th is obviously coming to do something more than that. It's coming to infuse, right? Like Chazal say that what Hashem do on the 7th day? Menucha. Right? That gave meaning to the 6th. Fine. We're right now discussing the body of this fetus. Right now you're just talking about building the physical construct. 
right? Like the Mara always explains, whenever you imagine a cube, right? So it has one, two, three, four sides, right? Like our Baruchos Ha'olam, top and the bottom, that's six. So where's the seven? The seven is the thing itself. The seven is the Pnimius, the Nukuda Hamerkazus, the point that's in the center of it that defines what it is, that gives it meaning, etc. That's what seven does. Six is the completion of the physical building. Seven is the meaning to the thing. Ten is something already you're talking about adding on Bina, Chochma, Rotson. You're talking about adding on things that are not physical at all. You're talking about completion including the abstract. So in each area, whenever we hear the word, this is a completion, right? You have to fill in the blank. What we, completion in relation to what we are discussing. Right? Like a pet peeve. People literally, they like, like I mean, unfortunately, like, people kind of like laugh that when Chazal say, this is the greater, you know, uh, tshuva is the greatest. And I, what do you mean by that? In another place it says that uh, tzedakah is the greatest. And another place it says that um, tochacha is the greatest. Or whatever. So the moral in Lamed Beis Nesivas, every single one of them, he'll say there's the best. Every single one of the Nesivas, while he's explained to you this thing, this is the most important thing. Okay, so then, then you just, I can't take your word for anything. So the answer is best. In real, in what aspect? There are thirty-two aspects to the world. In this aspect, this is what this is. This is crucial. In in another aspect, this is what's crucial. Every time because I'll say something, you have to listen to what they're saying, right? Not just everyone wants to just kind of make it uh, <coughs> put everything into air in dollars and cents, right? Gemilus uh, is worth five dollars, and the Torah is worth fifteen dollars, and uh, you know, like, it doesn't work like that. So the same thing over here. You gotta have to always ask in in what aspect are we talking about. So over here we have six being a number of shleimus. You're not gonna find a physical construct that does not have six aspects to it. So if I have a mathematical point, right? So then that doesn't have to it any length, right? It has no length to it. That's a lack. It's a lack of a dimension. And now if I have a vector... Asher yesh lo hispashtus, it does have length, borach, ve yesh lo hashlemus yoser, so it has more completion than the mathematical point, right? Bavur she yesh lo hispashtus borach, because it has length. Ach, ein ze shlemus gomor, but this is not shlemus gomor. Bavur she ein lekav hispashtus rak orach, it only has length. Spreading out in, into the length. Ve'ein lo hispashtus orch verochov, but it doesn't have any width to it. Right? So now we get into area, right? Ve'ashetach, an area, 
So it has two dimensions. So it's got four sides to it. But it doesn't have any depth to it. It's completely superficial. But once something, everything physical, everything in this world has three dimensions to it. And that is physically complete. Bavur It it has six it is spreads out into six directions, or as we are used to saying it, it is a three dimensional object. Yeah? Three dimensionals, and each dimension you could go both ways. You, you spread out in both directions. So that's six. The Hainu Milo Mat, and that is up up and down, the Arbaruchus and the four directions of the world. The Ain Hispashtus Yoser Mishesh Ktsovos Eila. And there's no more spreading out. There's no more expressions except for these six. Does everyone agree? There's you can't find any more dimensions in reality. Reality, I mean, mathematically they discuss it, you know abstract concepts of more dimensions, but as far as our reality is concerned, it's three dimensions. Now, let me ask you a question. What's the, the, the Arboruchos, the four, the four directions? Who says that there's four directions? Maybe there's only three directions. Not because any... I'm not sure if we talked about navigation, but any object has you have you have length and width, depth and height. Right. I mean, he's no, saying no, 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 no. Marl's saying that's right. I mean, they tried to do in 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 Jerusalem, the the modern, more very advanced architects. They decided they were gonna make a brilliant building project. This was going to revolutionize architecture. They made honeycomb buildings, meaning houses that on the inside, they are round or they are like a, yeah, they're, they're round on the inside. There's no, 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 no four walls. This is going to be this like in all the newspapers. This is like the first time, brilliant. They couldn't sell a single unit. Nobody could. Every woman that walked into this house, she couldn't. She couldn't figure out how she could live in this place, right? People live because it's a three-dimensional world. So therefore, we live with that defines that the way that everything is built, right? Is also is there's four sides, there's four directions, four walls, and you have four walls. Ultimately, it's like a bunch of Satmar Hasidim or something. I don't remember which Hasidim. They bought off this complex for like a tenth of the price and they just filled in the walls, just made four <laughs> walls that people could live in them. Okay. Uh, yeah, they think they're, they're so advanced. Okay. Vechain. Hiskimu chokmei ha mechkar. Hakira exploration. Meaning. Uh, Scientists. 
כי הגשם הוא השולם בערך שיש לו שיש כתובות. So the physicality becomes שולם, right? Here the moral says בפמולי. There's something physical becomes שולם when it's got six. ולפי כדבר שהוא בעל שש, דודן, הוא השולם. ולפי כך היה מספר ישראל שש מאוס אלף. כי מספר שש הוא מספר שולם שאין עליו תוספת. So that's why so we've got figured out the first number, right? Why is it 600,000? So the six we got. Right? Six physical completion. The implication of that, though, is that, I mean, as we know, B'nai Yisrael were depth, 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 because then it's, it's a purely physical number, right? Just a physical, we're just making the body right now. Right? The, the Hashem is going to infuse a soul into it, right? We're going to go to Harsinai, we're going to get the Torah. What? Sorry, his question, they're intertwined. He has no independent, you know, operation, function. He has no independent, doesn't do anything different from his mother. So do we, we weren't doing anything. The only, we had a few completely superficial differentiation, uh, differences. As the Ramam says, that from Avram Avinu and then Yitzhak and then Yaakov, what, what they were holding, almost all of that was lost by Klaus. So we, the only thing we maintained was... But there had been. Of course, but as individuals, it, was, it, wasn't, a, it wasn't a nation. Yeah. <coughs> Fine. So, so, but Noah asked, so if that's the case, so, there should be, so, six, so six Jews should have been enough. Right, number six. So you got six Jews. So then why do we need to add the five zeros behind it? Lo sheish meos, and not six hundred. Or sheish elef, or six thousand. But times they yedua. This is this is something that is, that is well known. Ki tsarich lihios lehem kol shalosh madregis shall mispar. Before before the the moral already he doesn't even want to talk about anything less than six hundred, right? First of all, something that the moral always says. That um, 
the number always has to be fitting to the situation also, meaning, let's say, sometimes we'll do something with 6 and sometimes with 60, or sometimes with, you know, um, 7, sometimes with 70, whatever, whatever it is, or 700. How do you determine, once you told me the right number is this, right, uh, 3, so then why is it 300 over here? So, because if you're talking about how much money someone paid someone, so to, to, to say he paid him three dollars, it wouldn't. I mean, it also has to be appropriate. It also has to be context appropriate. Yeah. So when you're talking about building a nation, when, when now we have six Jews, that's, so now we have a complete a complete nation. That's like there's no there's no meaning. It always has to be context appropriate. The height of a person can't vary too much, right? There's a, has to be a certain, there's a range so within that range, a size of a nation, there's a certain approximate size that it reaches a critical mass to be called a nation, etc., etc., right? So, uh, for example, Yishmol brought 400 men to attack Yaakov, right? Asaph um, brought 400 men to attack Yaakov. So we understand the four is physicality, the four to the four sides of the world, just uh, like the Arbogolius, etc. Okay, why 400? Makes sense. Uh, or why not 40? Because 40 wouldn't have been scary. Like, you know, 40 wouldn't... Uh, 40, uh, Yaakov probably has double that. Like, man, that's not gonna... It's not gonna do the job. Does that make sense? And 400,000, that would be, like... Mugzam. So the point is, that it has to also make sense. That's, that's the point, okay? You have to carry that one. You know, not to get overly... Mathematical. This is physics. The difference in mathematics and physics is physics is applied mathematics, basically, right? So, do the mathematics, but then it has to actually make sense in the physics down here. Okay. So, um, was I going to be started today? What, like? Well, we started officially 9:20. Yeah. So we should. What time? What time are we wrapping up? Okay. Wrapping up now. Okay, so just so so we will deal in the so so but the Maral is going to now discuss why it's six hundred thousand. That's what we'll pick up next time. Okay. As opposed to. As opposed to six hundred or six thousand or sixty thousand. We can just answer that by saying you have to build a nation. But sixty thousand wouldn't be. I personally, if someone told me there were sixty thousand men. Um, I, I personally could have heard that that could be a nation. I mean, I, I'm not enough of a sociologist expert, but so tomorrow is going to explain that. Okay. okay.